0: Just because I feel like God's given me something, I don't want to have to verify or, you know, like talk you into the fact that I've got a word, amen, but I I just, I really feel strong like I got something, and if it was just, if it was just Pastor Orton, I'd preach just to him, amen, but I've got uh, friends of mine here, where's Malachi, I got my buddy, my, my bodyguard, Malachi Gallimore here, he rode down made sure I got here. Amen. Where'd Bethany go? I was going to sing a song, but I guess I'll just have to do it a cappella. Amen. I'm just kidding. Amen. You have your Bibles, uh Judges. Man, I feel a lot better this weekend or this week. Last I barely couldn't think, put words together. My mind was so wrapped around the fact that my um my nose was a fountain and uh couldn't even think straight but now i feel i feel better my wife's here and everything so y'all make her think that i'm the best preacher in the whole wide world if you'd do that for me amen um listen i don't want to just have to go through the like kind of like the rig- rim- rigmarole of just kind of doing church so i i'm just I'm just going to, I'm going to talk, I'm going to walk around, and I'm just going to speak what I feel like God's laid on my heart. Amen? And I, I was like, I'm going on, I'm on to like I was at McDonald's. Like I was at Starbucks. I'm just going to, I'm just going just to just speak, okay? Um, Judges chapter 14, and I want to begin reading at verses 5. Judges chapter 14, verse 5. Thank you, alright, goodness, I got water coming every different direction. I'm going to be baptized by the end of the night. Amen. Y'all need to laugh. Do something. What in the world? Goodness. Like waiting for me to just say something profound. It ain't, I mean, goodness. Judges 14 and verse 5. We're going to have fun. Everybody smile. Goodness. Just. All right. All right. Okay. You ready? Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath and came to the vineyards of Timnath. And behold, a young lion roared against him, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he rent him as he would have rent a kid. And he had nothing in his hand, but he told not his father or mother what he had done. Because you just don't tell mom and dad sometimes when you rip a lion in pieces. And he went down and talked with the woman, and she pleased Samson well. And after a time, he returned. Somebody say, he returned. He returned to take her watch, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. And behold, there was a swarm of bees and honey In the carcass of the lion. And he took thereof in his hands. And went on eating. And came to his father and mother. And he gave them. And they did eat. But he told. Not them. That he had taken the honey out of the carcass of the lion. So his father went down unto the woman. And Samson made there a feast. For so used the young men to do. It was custom. And he came to pass, and it came to pass when they saw him that they brought thirty companions to be with him, and Samson said unto them, I will now put forth a riddle. Somebody shout a riddle. I will put forth a riddle unto you. And if you can certainly declare it me within seven days of the feast and find it out, then I will give you 30 sheets and 30 changes, uh, 30 change of garments. But if you cannot declare it me, then ye shall give me 30 sheets and 30 change of garments. And they said unto him, put forth thy riddle that we may hear it. And he said unto them, Out of the eater came forth meat, and out of the strong came forth sweetness. And they could not in three days expound the riddle. Tonight what I want to preach to Harvest House, I just want to preach and talk about the riddle. Bump your neighbor, say the riddle. Amen. Now I want you to help me pray. Would you do it? Father, Lord, we come right now and we acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge that you are real and that you are able. But Father, as we come together, I pray the mind for this service would be upon everyone in this house. And I pray that the heart would be for this service would be in this house on everyone in this house. And pray, O God, that You would let there be clarity. I pray let there be a flow of a spirit of revelation and understanding. I pray that You would impart principles for revival and harvest into us, Lord. I pray let it not just be a sermon. Let it not just be, O God, another message but I pray let it be the message for the hour and we bind every hindering spirit whether human or demonic and we pray it all in Jesus name in Jesus name amen and you may be seated amen now Samson we all know Samson we've heard bunch of stuff preached about Samson I don't like how we dog Samson so much but that's just me but Samson, he had prophecies over his life. He was called to do specific things that he did fulfill. But here's the thing about Samson. One day when he was on his way to Timnath, the Bible said that a young Ryan... A young Ryan I saw, sorry, I saw my son walk back in the back door. I saw a young Ryan... But a young lion roared against him on his way to Timnath. Now, Timnath means assigned and allotted portion. He was on his way to his assigned place and portion. And as he was on his way, a young lion roared against him. And young lions were the most fierce of all lions because the old lions, all they were, were they, they, they didn't, most of the old lions, they didn't have teeth. Did you know that? Most of the old lions, they didn't have teeth. So they just had a roar, but they had, their bark was worse than their bite. And that's what the devil is. He's, he's an old lion. He's got a roar, but he ain't got no bite. But a young lion roared against him. And that's the, fierce of all, the most fierce of all lions. Now, here's the thing. He whipped that lion. And although it was the fiercest of lions that could have come against him, God anointed him and got him through it. There's no way that he could have made it through that attack if God had not spared him and the anointing was not on his life he was traveled down a road going somewhere that that he was called to go but there was attacks along the way and as he was going the attack that's when it called for the anointing see we just want the anointing to just be anointed but hear me the anointing is not for me the anointing is to get me through and get me to where he's called me to be so the anointing he ripped the line Part, but after a while, the Bible says he returned, and he saw that carcass of that lion that he once whipped, and he saw the carcass. He reached into the carcass, and what does the Bible say? He he pulled out some honey, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, the Bible says he went on eating, but then it says that he went and made a feast. I don't know where he got the feast, but you, if you don't endure the fight, you ain't going to have the feast. But he got a little bit of honey, and he went on eating, and the Bible says that he went and made a feast, which was the custom, right? But the Bible says that after he returned, he got the honey, and he came to a place where they were throwing a feast, and he had 30 Philistines that joined him in this feast, and they were the enemy in those days, but here's the thing. It was Samson that put forth a riddle. And he said this. This is the riddle. And this is what I want to preach about. The riddle. He said, out of the eater came forth meat. And out of the strong came forth sweet. And the Bible says that the enemy could not figure it out. And I won't break this down because these are two essential components that I believe, I'll show you in Acts 28, what was once Samson's riddle becomes Paul's reality. But what was Paul's reality in Samson's riddle is the key to our revival see because you got to look at it what was the riddle what was it that the enemy could not figure out what is a riddle let's just ask what a riddle i got it right here definition for what a riddle actually is a riddle is a question or a statement intentionally phrased so as to require ingenuity and ascertaining its answer or its meaning typically typically it's presented as a game and when samson said here's the riddle if you can figure out it out. I'm going to give you 30 changes of raiment and 30 sheets. And if you cannot figure out the riddle, you've got to give me what I would give you. And he said, here's the first part of the riddle that the enemy cannot figure out, that out of the eater came forth meat. Listen, that word eater in the Hebrew, it, it, it's the, it simply said when I looked it up, to consume. And he said, here's the riddle, out of the consumer came forth meat. Now meat, that meant fruit or sustenance. So he was saying, here's what the devil can't figure out. The devil cannot figure out how something that is used to being a consumer becomes a producer. And I'm telling you, this is the kind of revival that we need to have in the end times where we have such a consumer-driven culture where it's about me and what I can get out of everything. But when something that is a consumer culture all of a sudden has this dynamic of becoming a producer, the devil can't figure that out, right? The devil can't figure that out. He don't know what to do with that. Listen, he's got the church figured out. See, because that's Paul's reality. Paul's reality that was once Samson's riddle, that out of the eater came forth meat. Out of something that's used to just consuming and taking and eating and, and all of a sudden now is feeding. Yeah. See, a lot of our church culture and our dynamic, it's all about, it's all about feeding or eating and not feeding. See, watch watch Paul, Acts 28, and I think it is verse 1. Watch this about Paul. Let me show you, break this down. And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melsha, or Melita, however you want to pronounce it. And the barba- It's Malta now, modern day. But And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us, everyone, because of the present rain and because of the cold. And watch, here's the dynamic. They've escaped the sea. And you realize, Acts 27, they just went through it. They went through a storm that just would not quit. But once they escaped the sea, you just assume that the storm is over. See, if we can just get through 2020, if we can just get through... If we could just escape 2020, everything's going to... But guess what? They escaped the sea. But that tells me that it's still raining. So they escaped the sea. But they're still in a storm. So, but here they now kindle the fire because of the present rain and because of the cold in other words it's still raining they're still in the middle of it they're all going through it but everyone that escaped the sea everyone that came off of the boat that Paul came off of they were all prisoners and guess what They, everyone in their eyes they were all prisoners that came off that boat they didn't see him and say oh that's Apostle Paul No, because they only recognize you as just another prisoner. But watch what happens. They come, they kindle a fire. Why? Because it's cold. But while everybody is sitting around the fire trying to be comforted, Paul takes a different approach, although subject to the same storm. See, And this is what we have to do as apostolics in the end time is we're going to be subject to the same kind of loss and pain as the world but we're going to have a different response although subject to the same storm. And while everybody is sitting around that fire and they are getting comfort and taking from the fire here's the Apostle Paul. He's emerging. uh, He's not going to be just another one of the prisoners. It was God through the storm giving him an opportunity to emerge as a leader. And he takes sticks and he puts it on the fire. So while everybody else is taking from the fire, it's Paul that's coming and adding to the fire. Paul was saying, I may be a prisoner, they may see me as a prisoner, but I'm going to be about produce. I'm going to be about what what I can add to the fire instead of just taking away from the fire. See, that's the riddle the devil can't figure out. Why we are subject to the storm. We're not putting a premium on comfort, we're putting a premium on the commission. And I'm here. Uh, See, and that's the same thing. The same riddle that Samson put forth was the very reality that Paul was living. Mm -hmm. Out of the eater came forth meat. Because on that island, there was a a context of consumers that all they were trying to do is live through the storm. Just looking for comfort. Just get us through this. It's cold. We just need the warmth from the fire. But the devil knows. He knows that. He, he's got the answer for that. He knows as long as you have a culture that is dominated by consumers where it's, you just come to church to receive from the fire and just to obtain comfort. He knows. The devil knows as long as you have that consumer mentality where no wood is according to Proverbs where no wood is there the fire goes out. And he knows if you've got a Consumer driven church, listen, your revival fires will die out. But if you got somebody that's willing to arise as a producer amongst the consumers and say, I don't want to just be a church goer, I want to be a disciple maker, then I can add fire fuel to the fire. I'm here to tell you and the devil has figured out the answer to the North American church. He's got them just having church and we are satisfied just being church goers but he's called us to be disciple makers and if we can get out of the rut of hey, the riddle he can't figure out is when a church raises up out of a North American culture and says it's not about what I can get from the fire but it's what I can add to uh, the fire. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't come here just to sing songs. I didn't come here just to preach to entertain. But I'm here to tell you that there's a riddle that the devil cannot figure out. That when you're going through the storm and you, oh, God. Yes, yes. Oh. <sighs> he's got the church figured out. When all we are and all we've become. Is churchgoers, but he's called us to be disciple makers. They hear me! Out of the consumer, out of the eater, came forth meat. He can't figure that out. Oh, he's got the answer for the other, and that's what I'm. I'm so concerned. Many times that we, in the midst of our storms, God through the storm, I thought we were going to make it. You know. I thought we were going to escape Corona. You know, like God, like the plagues. Remember? He set Israel apart from all those plagues. I thought he was going to do the same with us. But no, he didn't. We're some of the ones that were hurt, hit the worst. Right? But here's the thing. That's the thing. Paul was going through the same storm as every one of those prisoners. But God was trying to give them, him, an opportunity to emerge as a leader. Because he was subject to the same storm, but he would have a different response. And the devil can't figure that out. That when you're going through it, you're not seeking comfort. You're going through it and you're not seeking a little bit of warmth because it's cold. But when you begin to add to the fire instead of just taking from it, he can't figure that out. And that's what I, 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 I want to really drive home. The fact that we can't just take from the fire. We, we've we got to add to it. But what, what, what do you mean add to it? Did you know the storm that he just came through in the sea? That seemingly would not end? I looked it up and it's in my Bible. You know what it says? What the name means of the sea? It was the Adriatic Sea. Adria, they would call it. You know what Adria means? Adria means... Without wood. So literally, Paul had to go through the sea. Because he was without wood. But when those sh- that ship came broken upon that island. God used what he went through to equip him to be the leader that he was called to be. You understand that? So we went through the sea. We went through the ups and downs. And we went through this unending seeming storm just like it was supposed to be 14 days but it never ended and it's still going. And we're still feeling the effects. But you can curse it. But hear me, God was using it to create a context that a producer could rise up out of a consumer culture in the North American church. Why, what happened? We shut the church down. Yeah. I don't want to say the church, mm-hmm. but I want to say he shut down our services. It Could it be that he shut down our services because he was trying to move us from being churchgoers to disciple makers? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. The devil can't figure that out. He can't figure it out. And, that's, and the devil hates that. He hates riddles he can't figure out. So that's why the Bible says if you go to the next verse. Oh, no, it's there. Okay, you got a bunch of verses on there. And he, he kindled a fire and received it everyone because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And my question is, why did the devil or the viper attack him? And nobody else. Because he was the riddle that the devil couldn't figure out. He had everybody else figured out, a bunch of prisoners. All they wanted was comfort. All they wanted was comfort. And there's times where we need comfort. I understand that. But if you put a higher premium on comfort than the commission. And can you tell me, if you cannot tell me right now, if you cannot stop and say, this is my disciple. The devil might have you figured out. If you can't look at somebody that you eat lunch with and that you, you're imparting, you're opening the Word with, and you're, you're not only just sharing the Word, but you're living the Word out in front of them, and they're picking up after you, and they're, they're kind of seeing some things. If you don't have that, you might just be the riddle he's got figured out. He's got your number. He's got you figured out. But if you, even though you're going through the storm, even though it hurts so bad what you're facing and the attacks that are coming against you, listen, I'm here to tell you that if you uh, if you understand what I'm preaching, you'll say, my God, how do I rise up out of just seeking comfort and just trying to get by and get through? I'm here to tell you the only way to get by and to get through. Eventually that fire's going to die out if you're just taking fire. From it. But if you can come to church and not just come seeking, come what can I get out of the service? Because when you have a consumer mentality, it creates a context for critics. And we'll, we'll judge the song service. We'll, we'll judge the messages. We'll have favorite preachers. But I'm here to tell you what we need now more than ever is not me listening to more preaching. I need to be the disciple maker. But with that is going to come attacks. Yeah. Yeah. With that, because the devil don't like riddles he can't figure out. And I'm telling you the fact that you might still be here when everybody else has walked away. You might be the riddle that the devil can't figure out. And there will be attacks when you are the riddle that the devil has no answer for. Yeah. 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 Come on. Because watch now. He fastened on his hand. And he was attacked because the devil didn't have an answer. And listen, when people, you'll see the devil operating people, when they don't have an answer, they attack, right? But watch this now. Um, I, I, I'm going to see if I'm done with that part of it, because I think I think I pretty well covered that part. Just we cannot be consumers, because that's that's why so many people they. We, and especially in our modern day church culture and stuff, we get so caught up in, in uh, you know, just consumer mentality that we have critics because that consumer mentality is a context for critics. And we're like, well, I don't really, well, you know, and then we have favorite preachers and all this stuff. Guess what? You know who's my favorite preacher? Every one of them. You want to know why? Because I'm putting so much out. I need, I, I'm putting so much out and stuff. Whatever preacher comes along, kind of put something in my, that I can get out. It, yeah. They all become my favorite. If they can help me understand the word a little bit more so I can share it with somebody else and say, hey, I don't have a favorite preacher. I love all of them. Why? Because when you have a mentality, and everywhere you go, I'm telling you, me and my wife, we've got this thing where we, we got this thing that we, we never eat alone, we always invite somebody alongside that's why I sent them two by two because they would learn together and I'm telling you don't ever eat alone this is just very practical don't ever eat alone that's why Matt when I'm here and my wife's gone I never eat alone because I want to sit down I want to impart everything that I am and everything that I have and that's the only way you make room for more you don't get it through more preaching you don't get it through no here's what happens you get more when you give away what you have that's the only way you grow so you take what you have, you take somebody under your wing and you, you, you literally become the producer instead of the consumer and that's why out of the eater came forth meat and they couldn't figure that out. But here's the thing, watch this now. The second part is the part that I really felt for this place and you that are here. We understand out of the eater came forth meat but then he said this, and out of the strong came forth sweet now, after you've had to be, go through so much, watch this. Yeah, there you go. Fire's getting too hot. a little too warm. But watch this. And out of the strong came forth sweetness. What? Because usually when things get tough, they lose their sweet. Remember... Pharaoh came against the people of God. Exodus 1 and 14. You got that verse? Exodus 1 and 14. Which one you got there? Watch this. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage. Because usually when things get hard, we get bitter. So that's the riddle the devil can't figure out. When he sees something that's been so strong, steel producing sweet. Listen, after all you've been through, but how do we do that? After we've been through so much, do we maintain that sweetness? Listen, because you can try to be a producer and you're trying to give to those. But guess what? If what you're trying to give out of the consuming mentality you're trying to produce, but if what you're producing is bitter, who will want it? And I can talk to people, and I can hear in their voice that, "Oh, everything's good, church is great," but there's that just that just little tainted taste of bitterness. Because the devil knows, just like he he talked to Pharaoh, he said he said just just let him go through some hard bondage, and their lives were made bitter. So the riddle is this. After you've lost what you've lost, been through what you've been through, to still be sweet? I can't figure that out myself. Because, But Paul, the his, Samson's riddle became Paul's reality because you read the next verse after that, that, that l- latched onto his hand. Watch this. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his head. They said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer whom though he has escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. And watch what he does. He shook off the beast into the fire. You want to know, I just felt, I feel maybe just maybe why some people attacked you is because you were calling them out of their consumer mentality where they're not getting fed anymore. And you're calling them out of that to try to become what they're called to become. And they, just like the snake, he attacked Paul. But watch this now. When he, att- when he attacked him, he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. How be it? They looked when he should have swollen. See, they didn't know Paul. But they were familiar with that snake. And they knew what should have happened. They knew exactly what would happen, how long it would take, how long he would last. Once he is bitten and that venom gets inside his bloodstream, they knew, they knew, they knew what was supposed to happen because they had probably seen others get a little too close to that fire. They'd probably seen others that wanted to become a producer and be used of God or disciple maker, whatever the case. They'd probably seen others get a little clue too close to the fire and them get bitten and... And that venom began to run its course. But hear me, the fact that Paul shook off what should have killed him. Hey, when they he should have swollen or fallen down dead, suddenly he was still there. But watch this. After they looked a great while when he suddenly should have been bloated up with bitterness and all that he went through. Hey, guess but guess what he did when he shook it off? When he shook off the snake, he was refusing to take the attacks personal. He was refusing to internalize the poison and the pain and said I am not going to let that get in my heart. I'm not going to let that get on the inside. You may attack me. You may come against me. But I will not take that pain personal. I will not internalize that attack. And when the devil sees that, he can't figure that out. He cannot figure out Daniel Orton. Even after they left. Even after you been here all this time you should have fallen down dead suddenly because you were bitten with bitterness but the fact that you shook it off hey that's why the devil said oh god help me let me say something real quick I'm telling you the reason why things may be down and it may, it's because God's using you to make a point to the enemy that there's somebody that could go through tough things but they can maintain the right spirit uh, and you could be sweet after you've had to be so strong and the devil can't figure you out and people are watching uh. But that's one thing that I've noticed about you, Cheryl, and that I've noticed about you, Daniel, is that you have had to be strong, and you've had to deal with people after people, a consumer culture that just wants you to give to them, but they don't want to add anything back. But still, after all, you still have a sweet spirit. You, you are the red, riddle the devil cannot figure out. But you ready for a little instruction now? Because he shook off what should have killed him, and while they are now watching to just see how long you'll last, that howbeit they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. But after they had looked a great while. And saw no harm come to him. They, you're going to change their minds just because you kept a right spirit, and you refused to internalize the attack wasn't against you. It's like like Samuel. Oh God, they want a king, and they don't want. He said, Samuel, don't grieve. They didn't reject you. They rejected me. So that makes it easy to shake things off it because it's not personal. Because I'm here to tell you as a young man and you growing up and you're going to be in ministry and you're going to have apostolic ministry. You hear me? If you're going to have true apostolic ministry, there's going to be hard things that happen. But you don't let what comes against you get in your spirit because you've got a man of God that's over you, that's exemplifying. You'll have no excuse when the hard things come. You have no excuse, so when it comes, shake it off. And that's what we've got to learn. That's what we've got to see, that I've got to keep a right spirit because guess what? The ones that are watching me, have watched others they've watched other ministries get to a point where they internalize all the pain and they get bitter and they start to go down a road and just kind of get off and just keep going they may be off an inch right now but a little while they'll be off a mile and they've watched others that were bit by bitterness but they're seeing you and they're just waiting for you But you have the power in your response to change their mind. Because they're watching you too. When they see you. But here's the thing I want to really bring out and I'm going to bring this to a conclusion. Here's what you've got to understand The Bible said about Judges 14 That after he would went through it He was anointed and God brought him through it Watch what the Bible says It says that in Judges chapter 14 When he returned to take her He turned aside to see the carcass of the lion And behold Verse 9 But he told Oh no 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 Verse 8 Excuse me You got verse 8 Watch, where is it? And he took thereof in his hands and went on eating and he came to his father. My no, go back up. There it is, there it is. And of the carcass of the lion and watch this. And behold, there was a swarm of bees and honey. Many times when we return to see the carcass of the things we've once been through, here's what we do. We try to get to the honey immediately. And we want to ministry Immediately. We want to help somebody else with what we've gone through immediately. But here's the thing. Before there was ever honey that he got to, there was a swarm of bees that he had to deal with. because here's the thing when you begin to revisit some of the things you've gone through that God's used to enable you to be able to minister to somebody else you're going to have a little sweetness you're going to be able to share with somebody else because you properly process the pain of your past hear me that the that, that swarm of bees there's going to be sting when you begin to revisit some of those things there's going to be a little bit of uncomfortableness when you begin to touch some of that stuff again but the swarm of bees always precedes the honey and if you are not willing to deal with the sting of revisiting past pain you won't have a ministry that's sweet but you've got to properly process the pain because watch now look at this the swarm of bees and honey the swarm of bees yeah if if the same thing that produces the pain is the same thing also that processes the honey So if you never stop long enough to revisit some of the things that God's got you through, and you never endure the sting of revisiting that past pain, you will never have the right spirit and the answer to your own riddle. Do you understand that? So take this moment to stop and just revisit over 15 years all that god process the pain it's going to be uncomfortable that's why most people don't go there i hate bees we love the honey Oh, I'm on, I'll go there because I'll just go there. We love, we love to hear when preachers come through and they feed us with their honey. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't want to contend with their bees. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. We want great ministries because we love honey. But we hate bees. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you we need some producers that are willing to go and face the bees so that we can have the honey to help somebody else. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But here's, 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 I said all that to say this because there's a verse of Scripture because Paul, he's on his way to Rome and a storm seemingly knocked him off course. Yeah. And he goes through The storm, a snake attack. He should have swollen and fallen down dead and he goes through all of this. He's called to Rome, but he stopped on the way on this certain island. But guess what? Acts 27 and 26. Watch this. In the middle of of the storm angels came to Paul and ministered to him and in the middle of that boat he is talking to angels and watch what happens he begins to prophesy and tell others what God had showed him on the boat and in the midst of the storm here's what the prophetic will of God is he said how be it we must be cast upon a certain island can I tell you that God spoke to me at the beginning of this year that the that the detour was a part of destiny See, we made some pit stops along the way because God was trying to give the devil a riddle. He was using you to riddle his enemy. And the devil cannot figure it out that they went through Corona, shut down their services, but all of a sudden they came out disciple makers. They came out producers. They came out, they had lost much, but they gained the more. They had honey! Honey! It was part of the wheel. You're called to Rome. But you had to stop on the way. So you could process your pain. You could process everything God brought you out of. But watch this now. You must be cast, he said, upon a certain island. You have to go and face the storm. And you have to add to the fire. You have to face the, the, the bitter bite of that snake. You have to go through all of it. Why? Because if you're ever to look up the name of that island, the name of that island, Malta, it simply means honey. You want to know why you had to go through it? Because God was trying to make a producer out of a prisoner trying to make an apostle out of a prisoner. So come out of your prison holding hands up high with honey saying look what I got out of what I went through. It was all a part of God's destiny for my life. The detour, the delay. I lost my job and I couldn't keep pursuing it. But still, still, I, the delay was a part of destiny, the detour. But now, what God is calling us to, Harvest House, is to be able to reach into the pain and pull out a producer mentality that says, Look what I got out of what I went through. I'm going to go reach the world now. You may have lost the boat. But the Bible said when they left that island, they had such things that were necessary. Oh, There's so much to it because I talked to you before about the way the devil attacked. He attacked, he attacked, oh my gosh. He attacked the area. He bit his hand, that hand, that same hand that's going to be laid laid on the fevered brow. Of Publius' father? See, because the devil always attacks you in the area that God plans on using you. Okay? And he laid it on the hand of his head. Watch now. And God healed Publius' father. You see what God did with what Paul went through? God was trying to give Paul the the leverage to lead in the last day. Watch now. Because here's the thing. He laid hands on him and got influence with Publius. You know what Publius means? Publius is where we get the word populace are popular. So, do you realize that God allowed you to go through the detour so that He could give you influence with the populace? And God wants to arrange credibility for you. So God, I believe, looking in this area, I mean, when I say this area, I'm talking about this area. I'm talking about Kentucky. God is looking for somebody that knows how to handle arranged credibility politician. I'm telling you, I've got churches right now that I know of that they've got the, their city, I mean I mean, liberal cities that are coming to apostolic churches and saying because of the way that you handled COVID, we want to how you have procedures in place, we want to come to your church and have our city functions and they're having influence and they've already got doctors that are coming from their universities that are coming because they've got x-rays of cancer. One moment, come to the church, pray, and the doctors now have x-rays. No, can- I'm telling you, God is trying to arrange credibility but as long as we have this mentality in our mind that we're this small church and we're in the backside of a desert if you have that kind of mentality that's what God's trying to shake loose from us when we come to the island uh. He's getting us ready for Rome. And if we can reach Rome, we can reach the world. And I'm telling you, He's looking for somebody that can take out of what they went through a little honey. So I want you to stand to your feet right now. You may have lost some things, Harvest House, but God's going to make sure you have everything that's necessary to get you to Rome. God is moving. God is moving. God is moving. So I want you right now, I want you to say, am I a producer? Am I a producer or am I a consumer? Am I a churchgoer or am I a disciple maker? Come on, somebody say, is my spirit right? Is there even the least bit of bitterness in me? Come on, lift your hands right now. It, mama, right now, Lord. All the pain, all the things we've gone through, I pray. Let us process that pain, Lord, that we can help somebody. Come on, come on. God's gonna keep your spirit right, He wants to keep your spirit right, even after the attack. Shake it off, don't take it personal. Come on, there's impartation in this house right now. I want you to open your spirits as wide as you can to get a hold of this right now. God is going to make you a disciple maker where you're going to have that spirit of impartation. You're going to reach out to people and you're going to be able to help them. Well, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm in the right place to be able to. Yes, you are. You're a lot further down the road than you realize. ra ba 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 ha haramanda ramando Come on, let there be a shift right now in the name of Jesus. Let there be a shift in the Spirit. Come on, God's going to take prisoners tonight. God's going to take prisoners and make them producers. And He's going to cause them to emerge out of the crowd. ira mama mama Listen, you've already set a precedent in the spirit in this area. You've already set a precedent. You've been through the hard things, but you did not let your spirit be bitter. You've already set a precedent. You've already set the pattern. Prototype, whatever the word is, you've showed them that it's possible. Now, this imprint needs to be all over this region. I see you moving from one city to another, after another, after another. And you take that sweet honey, and you meet with many, with many, with many. I see you with businessmen. I see you. Their suits. At first, I see a listening ear with businessmen, but once you give them your ear, God will loose your tongue, so make yourself available to them, that's it, right now. taste the honey here. Cheese, yeah. God. God. I give it to you, Gracias. Lord God but with excellence let him pursue to present it with excellence let him do it I know it's stripped you of some things this last season but God said I'll have everything necessary for you to be who I called you to be to do the unique thing that I called you to do spirit of multiplication. There's already, oh my God, I felt like the spirit of multiplication is already loosed in this house. But God is now trying to create a context for that spirit of multiplication. (laughs)